Greetings from my hometown, Orlando, Florida, and welcome to the Savings Angel Show. I'm Josh Elledge, the Chief Executive Angel of SavingsAngel.com, and yeah, that savings guy. I'm a consumer expert and money-saving advocate, appearing over 1,000 times in the media, including on television and radio, as well as holding a syndicated newspaper column now for seven years, over 1 million readers. With summer coming to a close and back to school in full swing, it's time to switch gears from summer mode. That's why I'm here to get us all thinking about important things like meal planning to save money. We could do this now. I'll have four very quick tips for you from us, as well as eight tips, Retail Me Not curated from some of the nation's top chefs on how you can do this. And for the next four weeks, I'll be tackling a subject that we all need to take seriously, but put often off. It's life insurance. September is Life Insurance Awareness Month. I'm a huge fan for a number of reasons. It's so cheap and it's so helpful. And I'm going to have with me JJ Montanaro from USAA. We've got a packed show, so let's get to saving more, earning more, and living more abundantly. Now, let me start with those four quick tips to save money with meal plans, I promised. Number one, have a list of go-to meals in your repertoire. Identify easy meals your family loves. Make an ingredient list for each and stick it on the pantry wall. Number two, look through your store ads and coupon match for obvious good purchases. You want to identify all the best sales that hopefully also have coupons that you know you can turn into a meal for this week. Next, Take an inventory of your pantry and freezer. Even dig toward the very, very back of your freezer. Note what you still need to buy to complete each meal and look for a coupon to save, even if the ingredient is not on sale when you pick it up. Number three, plan meals around what's in season to save big. Now, once you have a partial menu plan based on weekly deals, fill it up with meals centered around fresh produce and meat that's in season. Number four, stock up on everything you can. In addition to buying items for this week's meals, look for sale ingredients for future meals. Focus on staples that are versatile and have long shelf lives, such as rice, flour, sugar, beans, canned goods, pasta, frozen goods, and more. Now, in addition to stocking up on food, watch for deals on non-food, even if those don't immediately, even if you don't immediately need that item. By buying at the absolute lowest prices, you reduce your weekly need list. Remember, the need list is the enemy of smart shopping, all right? So I want you to free up money for food and lower your total bills. Now, these four tips are just a portion of the full article we have on our blog. You can read the full article at savingsangel.com. Just search for the keywords meal plans. You'll find it. And now let's hear what eight professional chefs recommend for meal planning, courtesy of the blog at Retail Me Not, our great, great friends over there. And again, if you're not using their app, you are leaving money on the table. It is the easiest app in the world to use when you're out and about shopping, going to restaurants to find easy, free savings. I don't go shopping without it. 
Now let's get to the eight professional chefs. Number one is Devin Alexander, chef of NBC's The Biggest Loser and host of PBS's America's Chefs on Tour. Now he says, if you stock up on ingredients like frozen shrimp and veggies that take only minutes to defrost, you're never faced with the drive-thru. To defrost shrimp, Soak them in cold water for about five minutes. I just did this last week, in fact. Veggies can be cooked from frozen without defrosting first. Also, keep a couple of fresh salsas stocked in your refrigerator. They're great to add quick, super lean bursts of flavor to dishes from baked fish to quick grilled chicken and even baked sweet potatoes. Salsa on sweet potatoes? Get out of here. Number two, Graham Elliott, judge on Fox's MasterChef, says it's important to think of what you can get done in advance so that when the dinner bell rings, you're not scrambling to get food on the plate. Sauces can be made. Vegetables can be blanched. Grains can be cooked. Roasts can be seared. Use the oven to your advantage. Get to be buddies with your pots and pans and invite them to the party. Remember, cooking is fun and not something that should intimidate you or stress you out, especially when you're cooking at home and or cooking for loved ones. Now, I do this uh, as as a guy. I mean, there aren't a lot of dishes. No, I'd, I'd, I'd say I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, versatile. Last night, I made a Finnish uh, breakfast dessert type thing. It's called panukaku. And if you know what that is, may I give yourself an amazing Finnish gold star for knowing what that is. But uh, uh, my dear daughter was thrilled that I made that. And she had that for breakfast this morning. Now, number three, L Green, who's a chef, a food stylist. Oh, L. She's also a recipe developer and TV contributor. Listen to these. It's like me, man, talking, I'm a consumer advocate and a consumer expert, blah, blah. Yeah, anyone can give themselves any title they want, food stylist. Anyway, what she says is use oven-proof bags. They're a must, especially for time-starved people. They're less than 50 cents per bag, and you can roast meats, vegetables, and make cleanup a cinch. Huh. Now, all you do is remove the contents and wipe the skillet or slow cooker. That's it. No scrubbing or crowding the sink or dishwasher. Also take notes. When we were younger, my mother used the kitchen calendar to record our meals. She also introduced us to new dishes. If it was something that satisfied my dad, sister, brother, and me, she'd make a note. The creations didn't always have a name, but this kept it interesting and eliminated food boredom. Yeah, that was my mom. She would uh, create these casserole concoctions that did not have a name, but man, were they good. Number four, Luca Monfe, winner of MasterChef Season 4, and forgive me uh, to her fans if I've mispronounced her name, says, Sometimes the cleanup is more stressful than the actual cooking. And how? Make fish or chicken that you can easily cook with salt and pepper and a little olive oil. Use a mini high-speed convection oven and you won't make your stove dirty or stink up the house. While it cooks, work on the vegetables to complete the meal and cleanup will be easy. One thing that I would recommend, I don't know if anyone's going to talk about this here, but uh, we got a pressure cooker for Christmas and I absolutely love it. Number one, I can make my steel cut oatmeal a lot faster and everything else is wonderful. It's kind of like crock pot cooking. You just kind of throw everything in there and boom, 
couple hours later, or in the case of a pressure cooker, a few minutes later, or half hour, 45 minutes later, you got a great meal. Now, number five, Gina Keatley, dietitian and television host of NYC Life's Healthy Soul, what Gina Keatley says, dinner time should be a time of pleasure and harmony. The tasty, t- yeah, <laughs> not so much in the Elledge household. Come down and eat. Come down and eat. Yeah, I don't know if your household's like mine. But this tasty time needs to be prioritized as a concrete to-do. Eating a chicken sandwich with a leaking soda held between your legs on the car ride home does not count as a real dinner. Mm, In Gina's words, we all live in a hectic world, but the ability to calm the storm at least for 30 minutes a night will keep you happier and healthier. Cook your meals ahead of time. Spend one night a week cooking meals that you can eat throughout the week. I I love that. That's a great plan. Now, pre-cook your rice and pasta and freeze. Whole grain rice can take one hour to cook, but frozen, fully cooked rice in the microwave takes just a few minutes. Use your family as your kitchen staff. I really didn't realize that. I mean, I know you can freeze anything. I just didn't know that the texture would be good. So you could take fully cooked rice, put it in the freezer and keep it in there. I'm going to try that. That's wonderful because I can't tell you how often we'll be preparing something. uh, And the meats and veggies are always typically pretty easy to get done. But it's that rice. It's like, oh, I forgot to plan for the rice. And so I'm going to need 35 minutes for that. I'm going to try the freezer rice thing. I'll let you know how it goes. Now, continuing on, Gina says, give your children and spouse small tasks that can uh, that they can do uh, to help take the burden off preparing a whole meal yourself. Finally, dream. Add a tasty board to your kitchen wall. This is a great way to have your family give input for upcoming meals. If your daughter is hankering for fish tacos and your son is dreaming of duck, let's give it a try. <laughs> Uh, just how old? I, yeah, I can't imagine. It's like my 10-year-old dreaming of duck. Anyway, uh, maybe in downtown New York City, uh, in, in New York's, if you're part of New York City, life's healthy soul kitchen, maybe your kids dream of duck. Anyway, taking suggestions gets the whole family involved. And whether the meal is a success or a failure, it was an adventure. Remember that food is fabulous and fun and should be something you look forward to. Number six, Alana Stang, director of editorial strategy and development at the Daily Meal says, meal planning is hugely helpful. Knowing what you're going to eat and when allows you to do things to get ahead. For instance, putting non-perishable ingredients out on the counter in the morning allows you to see which ingredients you already have and which you need to pick up. And why not start prepping in the morning as well? Chopping onion or herbs so that they're ready to go is a huge time saver after work. Some other meal planning tricks include freezing soups and sauces in portion sizes in Ziploc bags laid flat so that they're quick to defrost. If you're making a roast chicken dinner, then roast two chickens so that you have the second for later in the week. Now, another simple way to organize your meals is designating meatless Mondays or Taco Tuesdays, right? Just like the Lego movie. Uh, Themes give your meal planning a foundation so you don't have to do the hardest part, which is to come up with an idea of what to make. 
Number seven, Anthony Russo, founder and CEO of Russo's New York Pizzeria and Russo's coal-fired Italian kitchen. Well, those places sound yummy. He says, my kids love helping with dinner, especially when it involves getting their hands dirty, making something like ganache or meatballs. Uh, By the way, if you know how to pronounce ganache when you see it as G-N-O-C-C-H-I, well... Again, you just got yourself another food prep gold star right there. All right, so if you got something with the ganache or the meatballs, it's a f- it's fun for them because they get to squish potatoes and play around with rolling different size balls. They're also more likely to eat it since they helped make it. While the kids enjoy making cheese pizza with me, I found that making a fun shape or character is a great way to get them involved and also add some nutrition to the meal. For example, we can make a pizza with a smiley face using olives for eyes, spinach for the smile, and fresh tomatoes for the nose. It's creative, it's colorful, and it's a great way for them to get their veggies. And finally, number eight, Jennifer Hill Booker, who's the culinary educator and author of Field Peas to Foie Gras. That's another one. If you can pronounce that, you're a meal, you've got yourself the meal prep gold star. She says, Southern recipes with a French accent says... Oh, uh, oh no, that's the title of her book. Her, so her book is Field Peas to Foie Gras, Southern Recipes with a French Accent. She says, the best tip I can give for making dinner time an event the entire family looks forward to is prior planning. Plan your weekly menu around the Sunday sales paper. Hey, that's good advice. This way, you're buying what's on sale, what's in season, and what's in the same location. This tip saves time, saves money, and eating seasonally is always healthier than eating out of a bag or box. Now, I couldn't agree more with that last chef we quoted who said to plan your weekly menu around the sales. I say it all the time, combining coupons and sales is key to cutting your grocery bill and having meals for your family. So this is what Savings Angel was built upon and continues to do every week for our members. Now, our VIP Grocery Savings Membership, also known as Enlightened Shopping, has store sale lists complete with matched coupons and store special offers. And it's going to pinpoint the best deals to buy each week, making meal planning and saving money fast. Now, you can make a shopping list, clip the necessary coupons, plan your meals, and go shopping. Now, while we do the heavy lifting of matching the coupons and notating the store special offers... Now, on top of the store list and match coupons for the same low bundle price, you also get my huge video library called 90 Days to Abundance, and that covers multiple areas of saving, including travel, family expenses, and car savings. Now, there's even a section that's going to help you feel more on top of all your responsibilities in life. Now, if this is the help you want, it's $3.99 a week, paid in four blocks of time, four, four week blocks of time. It's $15.96 a month, and you can cancel anytime you like for any reason. And if you want to just try it out risk free, no worries. Just go ahead and sign up and simply write our help desk to ask for a refund within your first 28 days, and Rachel will totally take care of you. I want you to save, I want you to have a great, low stress week filled with foods that you got great deals on, making wonderful meals for your families. I want to help you avoid the drive through I want to help you avoid the expensive eating out habit. I want you to move ahead with your time and your money because that is part of living abundantly.
JJ Montanaro, certified financial planner with USAA. Thank you so much for joining us. Josh, it's great to be here and uh, connect with you today. Absolutely. So I'm really excited to do a a short four-part series on life insurance awareness. And we do this, of course, in recognition of Life Insurance Awareness Month. I'm a huge advocate for life insurance, just simply because the return on investment, uh, we'll we'll talk about this, um, but I'm such a fan because the return on investment is is so enormous. I suspect you believe likewise. (laughs) I I do, and we may be among the vast minority. So Josh, if we can send some of our enthusiasm enthusiasm out to everybody who's listening. Uh, we'll call this a win. Good, good. Well, let's start off with the basics. And that's just, uh, you know, what is life insurance? What does it do? So, so life insurance is a, is a way to, to protect the ones we love and, and to meet our financial obligations if something happens to us in a, in a nutshell. I mean, it, it's there uh, to do what uh, we may not be able to do financially if we're not here. Because if you look at it, we all, we all are to some extent uh, uh, a money machine or we create value in whatever we do. And if, and if we're not here, uh, in a lot of cases, there's got to be some way to replace that value. So then given that definition, who would you say would need this product? So I, I think anyone who has uh, uh, financial obligations, I think anyone who has a family uh, should at least evaluate whether or not they need it because their life insurance isn't the only thing out there. I mean, when you look at uh, programs like Social Security, there's there are Social Security benefits that are paid to, to, to those that are survivors or those that are survivors that are caring for children. For the, the, for my, um, the military folks that I work with a lot, there, there are programs through the VA, there are programs through the military that are there for survivors. So life insurance isn't the only piece of the puzzle, but it, but it can be a big one. And, and clearly, based on the surveys we've seen, it's an often neglected one. So I would imagine then that you know, in determining, we won't get into how much you need, because I'd love to save that for our, our, our second chat in terms of, sure. you know, trying to figure out what those numbers should actually be. But what do you think the, the I think the life things that we would want to look at uh, in terms of, I, I just want to kind of narrow that down or define that a little bit more clearly for someone who says, well, am I really in the ballpark? You know, how do I know if, if a life insurance policy is something I need? I mean, what if I'm single, uh, but yet I have parents um, that that may need care for, or, you know, they're counting on my support later in life? Uh, I mean, I guess some of those particular situations that that might come up that might lead someone to, you know, give a closer look at implementing a policy. So, so one of the things that we always talk about is is that life events themselves can can trigger the need for life insurance. So I think if you look at that from a basic standpoint, it kind of gives you a roadmap in terms of uh, different things that uh, could, could do that, and that would be things like uh, getting married, buying a house, uh, graduating from graduating from college. You mentioned uh, kids. Well, let's say, for example, you have parents where you don't even have an expectation of taking care of them financially, but what, what happens if uh, they co-signed uh, student loans for you and, and, and you've got 100000 or $150,000 of student loans that your parents co-signed for you and something happens to you, those loans uh, are, are, are not going to be forgiven. So there, there's a financial obligation where you wouldn't mm-hmm. think might, there might be one. So I think if you look at uh, babies, marriage, job change, uh, houses, all of those sorts of things 
should uh, kind of start the bell ringing in terms of, hey, do I, do I need to look at life insurance or do I maybe need life insurance? Does that, does that kind of answer your question? I think so. I think so. You know, and I, I point that out in that even when I was in the Navy, um, and again, I was yeah, 18, 19 years old, uh, I still thought that it was a smart idea to just get a small policy because, number one, it was so cheap. And I'm sure we'll talk about that later. I mean, it's, life insurance is very inexpensive compared to most other services. Um, you know, but really, you know, just a small policy just to assist my parents, heaven forbid something should happen to me uh, to at least have been thoughtful enough uh, to put something in place for them just to take care of the expenses. Again, we, we don't uh, we don't wish ourselves uh, to be in, in harm's way or, or that of anyone else. But I think it's just it really, you know, the best way I've heard it said in, in terms of defining life insurance, I mean, it's really a love. It's a really a love letter to those who you care for and care for you. Yeah, that's a that's a great uh, a great way to put it, and it's a it's certainly a strong letter, and it, and it's going to help uh, more than just words because it's going to it's going to deliver some. There, there's no way to alleviate uh, the pain and the loss, but certainly we can alleviate the, some of the financial implications of that loss and, and allow allow the ones we love to to be able to focus on uh, the emotional and, and the other aspects of it. So I think that's a great that's a great way to put it. A love letter. From your perspective, JJ, I mean, obviously, I think you probably know some statistics, um, but is life insurance, and you had mentioned that I have an enthusiasm for it, you have an enthusiasm for it, but that doesn't necessarily kind of illustrate how the majority of Americans feel? Yeah, exactly. I mean, so so there there are the there are studies out there. The, the, the most recent one I read was that was that there were forty four percent of U.S. households out there that actually have life insurance, and uh, at the same time, seventy percent were acknowledging that uh, that they need it. That's coming from the from the folks at LIMRA, the Life Insurance Marketing Research Association. So so there's clearly a recognition that maybe there's a gap there that we need to fill. But uh, when you have less of half, uh, half the folks out there that have it, clearly not the enthusiasm, or at least the follow-through to, to make that happen. I wonder what the main objections may be. I, I think you hit on one of them, Josh, and, and it's just that, is that uh, thought that it's going to cost so much. Because frankly, if you look at the number, and I know we're going to talk uh, uh, later about how you figure out what the right number is, but, but when you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars of life insurance, uh, it, it just it 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 connotes kind of a big. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a big price tag associated with it. Right. And, and so another one of the the findings of that survey I was talking about is that is that 82% of people overestimate uh, how much it's going to cost. And I think you you hit right the nail right on the head when you talked about term insurance and how inexpensive it can be. Uh, that that's just. The reality of it for for you know ten twenty thirty dollars a month you can get substantial coverage to make sure that again you you write that love letter as you put it and, and take care of uh, the, the ones that you do love and your financial obligations. So I'd love to talk about why USA is taking such a proactive stance in terms of uh, life insurance education uh, in 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 the month of September. And what why is USA care about this? So so. 
purely from a from a mission standpoint. Our, our mission is to facilitate the financial security of our members, uh, and we want to be the provider of choice for specifically for the military community, uh, who is our core audience. And so, when you look at life insurance, although it may not be a, a real sexy topic, it may not be very exciting to people other than you and I, Josh. It, it is a foundational topic. So, if you if you want to have a, a financially secure situation. Uh, you, you frankly have to talk about life insurance uh, as well as other types of insurance, but this particular month happens to be Life Insurance Awareness Month, so we think it's a real opportunity to get out there and, and again, have conversations like this, which hopefully uh, turn the switch for people to, to think about it, but more importantly, to take action. Well, I'm very grateful that USA is is doing work on that front just to educate consumers, even if they are outside of their particular um, pool who would qualify. Uh, but I'm, just for those who are uncertain, because I, I think there may be a little bit of confusion, is USA only for active duty military? I'll just tell you that I, again, I'll tell you point blank, uh, I am a USA member and I am no longer an active duty member of the military. So somehow I squeezed in under the line. Who else can squeeze in? <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, there's, there's a, I think when we look at the market as a whole, the, pot, the potential market for USA members, it's something like 65 or 70 million because it, 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 it certainly relates to military service, and, and we are here for anybody who is honorably served, but we don't stop there. If it, if it was your parent that honorably served or your grandparent, uh, as long as the, that membership is established, it is continued to be passed, passed down the line. So you may have, I didn't even ask Josh, if you had, do you have kids? I do. I've got three kids. So, so they're USA members, and, and when they have kids, guess what? Whether or anybody but you serve, that membership will be passed along the line. So, so it, it does start with military service, but uh, it's certainly not a mandatory requirement. You know, and I'll just say from my experience uh, that the, the benefits of a USA membership um, don't stop at the very, very competitive rates, uh, the level of service and all of the other perks, uh, should you, some the person who's listening to this conversation, uh, see that they qualify, you absolutely need to take a look at not only the savings that you get, but the, I guess the additional benefits of USA membership. And I'm wondering if you could just really quickly highlight what those benefits may be. Yeah, so, so, so again, if you focus on the military community, if you're a part of the military community and you're not a USA member, you really should take a close look at it because there are a variety of benefits from, you know, special rates for those that are, they're storing their car while they're deployed to reduced rates for on credit cards while they're deployed. Uh, so there are, there are certainly a lot of things that specific to life insurance. We have a, a special rider for, for military members that allows them to, uh, at the same age they bought the insurance, circle back and replace SGLI when they leave the service under the same health rating that they had when they got the policy, even if it's 15 years later or 20 years later and they're not as healthy. So there are things like that we do, but there, there, there's, there are shopping services, there's a, a wide array of investments. And, and a, lot of the, a lot of the services that USA offers, basically we're a full-service financial services firm, uh, a lot of them are open to the, the general public and, and not just the, the, the military membership that we talked about a moment ago. So if you're looking at, for example, investments or, frankly, life insurance, that's something people, if they want to look to USA and compare what we have to offer, they, they're certainly open to do or welcome to do that.
Well, I, I could just say from my experience, you know, the the customer service. I've obviously had many different insurances and services throughout my life. Um, I, I've been ill advised in some cases with other providers, and I could just say that historically, my life experience with USA has been second to none. I mean, it's just been phenomenal. Pretty appreciate that. We we have a lot of hardworking people that that, that that make that a reality, and and. We'll appreciate hearing that for sure. Yeah, JJ, thank you so much for for answering some questions and kind of um, helping us on this this first uh, section and just in talking about um, perhaps uh, dispelling some myths about uh, life insurance and, and answering some basic questions about it. JJ Montanaro, Certified Financial Planner with USA. Thanks so much. Thank you, Josh. Once again, I'd like to thank JJ Montanaro for coming on the show and informing us and educating us about life insurance because it is Life Insurance Awareness Month. And I'd also like to thank USA for sponsoring this as well to kind of help to get the word out on life insurance and the importance. Well, that's it for today's show. I told you it's going to be packed. If you loved hearing all these ideas on this podcast, would you take a minute and leave a five-star review in iTunes? It's not a big deal probably to you, but it's a huge deal to me. It makes the, I mean, really, it's a big deal. What happens if you just leave that little five-star review, boom, like all of a sudden the Savings Angel Show gets like shot up the ranks. I mean, like you can literally see it when your five-star review comes through, like you'll see Savings Angel at like number three and boom, all of a sudden we'll be at number one. That's because of you. Now, the higher our rating, the more we're noticed and you can help share this message of abundance with other people. If you feel like other people should be more mindful with how they use their money, please help me, would you? And we'll spread this message of abundance. And as always, if you have any specific questions or if there's anything you'd like to hear me talk about, you can drop me a comment in the podcast feedback, write me on my Facebook group, or call my podcast hotline at 407-205-9250 and leave me a message. I'll answer your question, write you back, or with your permission, I might even share your question or story with others on this show. Have an amazing week full of saving more, earning more, and living more abundantly. Note what you have. Oh.